Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and we are back with another Instagram showcase for this week's episode. I love these episodes because I love collaborating with other Instagram influencers, um, and I just love having this opportunity to meet other people from other states and collab with them. So I love these. I'm thinking about doing a whole month, whole month series on these collabs next month. We'll see. Just because you know, there's a lot of people who are looking for things to do, and there's a lot of time to do podcasts. So we'll see. Stay tuned for that. And just a note before we get started. This podcast episode was actually recorded two months ago, way before this whole COVID-19 stuff happened. So if some things sound a little dated, that might be why. And our guest for this week is actually just getting off this um, Nineveh 90 um, fast. It's kind of like an Exodus 90 thing, but yeah, technically ends Divine Mercy Sunday. So she's not completely back all the way, but she's coming back for Easter Sunday to celebrate. So yeah. Let's get into it. So today's Instagram friend of the month is someone who just recently graduated. She's a computer engineer. And you know what else? She started her ministry back in 2017. So she was still in college. Um, And her name, please welcome my guest for this month, Kipsy. Quivada. Hey, what's up, everyone? What up, girl? What up? <laughs> you know, we, you know, in the intro, I kind of introduced you as just finishing your Nineveh 90, but it's kind of a facade because you're still actually technically doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't, we're I can't just recording even ahead of time. Yeah, I can't even imagine being at the end. It feels like so far away. <laughs> <laughs> just for reference for those of you who um, got it this far. It's actually not even Lent yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It goes all the way through Lent and it ends on Easter, right? Mm hmm. Easter yes. Sunday, April 12th, counting the days. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not familiar with Nineveh 90, can you give them a little introduction to that actually? And Exodus 90? Yeah, sure. So, it's a 90 day program. Um, it is, uh, I guess. Both female and male can do it, but mm-hmm. um, mostly for males because there's the Exodus 90, um, mm-hmm. which is more for males. Uh, but mm-hmm. both programs are a 90-day program of prayer, fasting, and accountability. Those are like the three big um, themes. So mm-hmm. specifically for Nineveh 90, um, there are there's a specific prayer regimen per day, such as praying the Angelus, doing the rosary, um doing a consecration, um, oh, wow. and then also um, doing fasting. So um, there's food yeah. fasting. Um, I am not specifically doing the food fasting because I'm trying to gain weight. We can talk about that if we need to later. <laughs> um, and then accountability. So I'm doing it with a bunch of really awesome Catholic ladies who are inspiring me every single day um, as we're going through this together. Okay. Sorry. I just lost connection for a second. So I was like, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, should I keep going? But I went, I kept going. (laughs) Yeah, the good, great, great. Good job, good job. (laughs) So if you're interested in doing Nineveh 90 or Exodus 90, if you're a woman, it's Nineveh, and if it's a man, you do Exodus. Um, But if you're interested, just go to, what is the website called? Um, Nineveh90.com. Nineveh90.com. You should be able to find it or just Google it. Yeah, (laughs) just Google Exodus 90 or uh, Nineveh 90. It's so hard and challenging. But all the people that I've known 
who've done it um, have come out so much better and more. Um, mm. It has helped them live a more fruitful life in a more whole, um, like, you know, uh, more control over their sin, too. Definitely. So. Yeah. The journey was bitter, but the fruits are sweet. Yeah. I'm so definitely do, seeing ooh, that I like now. that. That's really I literally good. just thought of that now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to quote that. Hey. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> So before, like, let's, as we, you know, um, before we start and talk about your, your mission, which is called the Saintly Pursuit, um, or your ministry, whether um, your Instagram account, the Saintly Pursuit, to give us a little background about you and your faith background and all that stuff, like, just give us a, a little short introduction to who you are. Sure. So I'm Kipsy. Hello. <laughs> I <laughs> have been a cradle Catholic, so since the beginning, since I was born, I was Genesis. Catholic, baptized into the church. Um, my family is the bomb. I have a mom and a dad, and I have a younger brother who's 15 months younger than me. I'm going off topic. Um, so I got <laughs> baptized in the church. Um, my family always brought me to Mass. Um, definitely an awesome Catholic family. Um, mm-hmm. But I never really fell in love with the faith until I grew a little older. But mm-hmm. side note from that, I went to Catholic school, um, kindergarten to eighth grade. Oh, wow. um, I was the goody two-shoes of the class. <laughs> um, my teachers loved me because I got really good grades and I always listened to what they said. But I did the right thing because I knew it was the right thing and because yeah. I wanted to give a good impression. So I didn't really have the heart. I didn't realize that doing the right thing is not just to please others and to please yeah. God, but because I love God and because I want to do good for him. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't really find that um, deep connection and love for him until I attended this charismatic retreat, a Catholic charismatic retreat when I was mm-hmm. 15 years old. And that's when I realized, dang, God loves me. He <laughs> loves me, Kipsy Kibata. And that's he died awesome. for me. Um, and so that's how I fell in love with Jesus. Um, And then I fell in love with the faith, Catholicism, in college. Mm -hmm. I was really active with my Catholic club on campus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I just fell in love with the church, uh, with the Eucharist, uh, Mm -hmm. with Catholic devotions, with theology. To this day, I'm finding more and more little ways to fall in love with the faith we have. Um, And here I am now um, trying to navigate the faith post-graduation, which is yeah. a whole different story from oh, yeah. faith when you're um, at school. So, yeah, yeah different that's where monster. I am. That's awesome. I mean, like, it, I always tell, like, students who go off to college, like, I, I'm a youth minister, like, you know, um, and I say, like, every week on this podcast, <laughs> um, but... You know, I think I say all the time to my teens who are going to graduate is like get plugged in to your Catholic, you know, ministry, Catholic campus ministry, because if you don't like this is where you lose your faith. Oh, this yeah. is where you stop. This is where a lot of people end up leaving their um, the, the church. Exactly. And, um, yeah. and so I think it's so important. Like I was lucky because I went to um, Ave Maria, which is the Catholic university and like you had to live, breathe Catholic if you were in there. Wow. Um, I mean, not necessarily like there was enough, a good amount of non-Catholics there, but you know, it was still like Catholic everywhere. We had a 24 hour adoration, 24 hour adoration chapel on campus. Um, so it was really, yeah. But then, but at the same time, like once you leave that place, that like that bubble, 
it like gets even harder because like we're at this like utopia of Catholicism and then we Ooh, leave yeah. and it's like, yeah. what is this real world where people are not <laughs> saying hi to each other when you cross the street or like, oh my God. or there's not a chapel, there's not a church with an adoration chapel from like 50 miles away, you know, like it, it gets so hard, yeah. um, but you know, it's still so important to, to get plugged in. So I'm glad mm. that, you know, I'm glad to hear that you had a really deep in, deepening your experience over as a, as a Catholic, I mean, as a Catholic uh, college student. You know? Yes. Oh my gosh, it was the best. That's awesome. Um, so you started the Stanley Pursuit while you're in college, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, technically I wasn't in college. I was a college student, but I was okay. a part of a five-year co-op program. Um, oh. So I was alternating between semesters of work and study. And during that time, I was working um, as a, I guess you could say, a full-time engineer for three months or six months oh. at the time, actually. Um, so I was like, hey, I have this time after school or after work. Um, why not start an Instagram? So that's yeah. how that came about. <laughs> That's crazy. But you yeah. didn't but you started your personal Instagram like after you started the Saintly Pursuit, didn't you? Oh. If yes. I remember correctly. Okay, so yeah, I have the Saintly Pursuit, but I also have Kipsy Q. Um mm. that was actually my personal personal account, like back when I used to just do Instagram for me, uh-huh. like not for Catholic Instagram. Um yeah. but then I brought that back after a couple years because I wanted to bring more of my personal life in and mm-hmm. um, also bring in more of my secular life in and talk more about my engineering life and um, random yeah. like makeup tutorials and my um, journey yes. in finding ethical living and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like all the et cetera miscellaneous topics mm-hmm. that don't fit into the Saintly Pursuit. Yeah. So yeah, that, I kind of revived my old account for that. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. So you already had it. It was just revi- uh, revived. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So talk about the Saintly Pursuit. What was what is it? What what um you know besides you know just having extra free time, why did you decide this mission? Oh um, yeah. this ministry. So yes. give me a little bit of that. Sure. Um so I already talked a little bit about this in the beginning. I mm. was always a goody t-shoes. Um and I always wanted to pursue perfection and this mm obviously isn't the way to go because if you don't achieve perfection you're never going to be ha- you're never going to be happy because you can't achieve perfection like it's impossible um yeah. but i just always felt this attraction to holiness and just being mm-hmm. a good person um and finding love for god through that mm-hmm. um i i remember like being when I was younger as a Catholic school student hearing about the saints and feeling like it was impossible (laughs) to live live the life of a saint and to become a saint because these people were like old people with beards and robes (laughs) and totally not relatable, do not exist in the 21st century. So they're just kind of like fairy tale stories that you hear about, but didn't actually happen. And that's always how I viewed it as a kid. But as I grew older, obviously, and, Um, learn more about the faith especially in college I started hearing about these real life saints who made mistakes who sinned who had to learn from their past in order to find Christ and to um, be this perfect example of holiness for others Mm -hmm. Um, and so 
I wanted to discover what sainthood was and what sainthood means. First of all, to me, to Kipsy Kavada. Um, And be able to showcase that sainthood is attainable now in 2020, that it isn't it is possible, but it isn't a surefire specific path that is unique to who you are, to Mm -hmm. your interests, to your Mm -hmm. journey, to your past. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I hope. Yeah, I think that's really good. That is the mission to show that it is truly attainable by whoever you are, wherever you came from. And now in this present time. That's awesome. So, I mean, you're, you're talking about these saints that were so hard to kind of live up to because of their such holy lives and mm-hmm. finding finding our own um, saintly way, exactly. you know. Um, yeah. But who, I mean, who were the saints that inspired you um, while you're younger? Just kind of a side note, but I, I like asking this question. So who were the saints that, you know, that you looked up to and, you know, Mm. helped you in your spiritual life yes um my number one right now is probably gonna change a lot but my number one is the one the only saint therese of lisieux (laughs) the little flower i love her so much i have a whole story about her but uh to keep it short and sweet um just her concept of pursuing sainthood and holiness Mm -hmm. in little ways I definitely needed to hear that now in this present time because I am a big thinker. I love Mm -hmm. doing big things for people, for others, for God. Mm -hmm. Um, But I realize um, she humbled me. (laughs) I'm a people pleaser. I'm, and I guess that also makes me a God pleaser. She, but she Mm -hmm. humbled me um, in reminding me that just in like washing the dishes, I can glorify God. Just mm. in um, going to work every day, even if I'm really exhausted, I can glorify God. Um, just in if like I'm really tired and I can only do an hour father that night, like I'm still glorifying God. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I want to be able to tell myself like I can humble myself. I don't need to like uh, I don't need to please God. I don't need to. Um, make God go wow because he Mm -hmm. loves me already. Um, He loves me no matter what I do. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I love her. That's awesome. That's so cool. Mine, mine is uh, Blessed Giorgio Frasati. Yeah. I mean, he's not a saint yet, but he about to be, let me tell you, he is like the, I mean, the fact that he was so young, I think makes him, Um, something that all, all young men can look up to because definitely, definitely um, like yeah. you said it, sometimes it seems like sainthood is so far and um, so hard to reach but you look at people like him who are saints or are going to be saints who are just lay people like he wasn't a priest he wasn't like somebody he was just a guy and who liked to do things for other people and served other people mm-hmm. and sh- teach men how to be men um, and yeah he was awesome and I, I have, I finally got uh, the sacrilegious socks of him, after like months of trying to get them, because um, they're always sold out. So I was super excited when I went to DC. I got them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So you cut out real quick, but um, <laughs> I heard about the socks. I bought yeah. Ramil the same socks because he's obsessed with this saint. Like yeah. I love how just relatable he is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think his relatability 
is so awesome and yeah. um it's because he's it not a, you know like us. i said like he's not just a he's not like a priest or a brother like he was just somebody helping you know he was a dude uh, he was just <laughs> he a, was dude. Really a dude a bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so great um and so things that you do on the saintly pursuit get back onto the instagram um you have like these people share their stories right mm-hmm. um and share a little bit about them, and then you do like behind the post. So, <laughs> what, tell tell me a little bit about how you made this process, and like, you know, why why this process, and why this kind of postage. So, because uh, I Ooh. I mean, you sent me the link to to do one, and I I've been meaning to do it. I just haven't been having time because of mm-hmm. I had a concert, I had the march, and dude, I'm just finally busy, settling dude, down. It's, fine. <laughs> it's ministry is don't stop. <laughs> Yeah, can't uh, stop, won't stop. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. Wish I could stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tell me a little bit about that process and, and how you came up with it. Yeah. Um, ooh, how I came up with it, I don't know how I got there. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to, so uh, rewind a bit. The Sailing yeah. Pursuit wasn't always highlighting sainthood stories. It was just more so a platform for me to share my sainthood journey and how mm-hmm. that looks to me. Um, sure. But I realized that I can't really reach out to everyone because my sainthood story isn't maybe as relatable to the dudes out there. Or um, yeah. yeah, so I can't really reach out to everyone. And I wanted to showcase, again, this whole concept that sainthood is attainable, mm-hmm. whoever you are. Like, yeah. no matter what background you have, what personality you have, what interests you have, et cetera. So yeah. it would only make sense to share other people's stories who have lived completely different lives from me. And so yeah. this is where that came from. Um, in so terms cool. of the process, if anyone is interested in listening to this podcast and wants to make a story for me, <laughs> um, <laughs> you... Um, Actually, I might change up the process to make it easier. But as of now, mm-hmm. there's a form, a Google form um, mm-hmm. that you fill out. Um, then you just explain your sainthood story and what God is calling you to share. Um, and then I send you a Google Drive folder where you can input your story and share your photos that you want to share. And then I take care of the rest of it, um, sharing uh, the post. And um, I can edit it for you if you'd like. And also the behind the post, either you can record, which means like it's basically the behind the scenes, I guess, quote unquote, of the post. So you can explain further um, Mm -hmm. your post because Instagram has word count um, minimum so or maximum, maximum, (laughs) maximum. (laughs) Um, Or I could do it for you. I could Mm -hmm. um, give my take on your post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's awesome. It's really cool. I love it. I love and and I have to. So there's times where I have to, you know, like, you know how Instagram, it doesn't, like, show certain people, like, the algorithm or whatever. It, like, people disappear Ugh. if you're inactive on the thing. It's so annoying. Yeah, it and a lot of so times annoying. for different accounts, like, I have to, like, go back onto their account and like something or, you know, watch their story for Instagram to understand, like, I want to see more of this. Um, yeah. So, like, it's so annoying. Sometimes, like, a lot of the people that I like to follow just suddenly disappear, even though I'm active, too. So that's even more annoying. Yeah, um, it, it's not fun. But yeah. yeah, that's why I'm hoping or that's why I came up with this idea. And the whole idea is to share the stories of those who may not be heard, who mm-hmm. uh, to give them a platform. I mean, not saying that I have a lot of followers because I'm still getting there, but um, yeah. I definitely want to be able to share these stories with as many people as possible. 
So yeah, no, it's great. I think you know, I start you start start small, you continue to grow, you continue to great do, do great things, and exactly. slowly but surely you get you get there. You know, like yeah. right now, I'm still sitting on a pretty 200 followers on my Instagram for living ardently, and so mm. I mean, I don't I don't care. Um, you know, yeah. if whoever's listening is listening, whoever's watching is watching, um, and so whoever needs to be listening is here um hopefully mm. in the future we'll get more um it more to more people and to get your story and others that are sharing on the podcast out there because yeah. there's so, like you said there's such beautiful um stories to be shared with exactly. other people you can learn from everybody and that's why i do um you know this this instagram friend of the months and um other other weeks i do testimony testimony time with a, a mm. friend of mine and they share they come in to share the testimony be vulnerable because i learn i think we learn so much from other people like we learn our most from others um from their stories from their experiences um when your friend sees you doing something stupid hopefully they have you know there's accountability within your friendship to say hey look Mm -hmm. i did that before and Mm -hmm. it didn't turn out well so i suggest you doing something different you know something like that um and that's the hope for good accountability right and uh i just hope that you know someday like these these stories that you're sharing, the stories that I'm sharing on our different platforms are heard by the right people. And that's yeah. all we can hope, you know. Exactly. And uh, whether it's the day we post them or months or years after we've posted them. You right. Know? Yeah. So that's why yeah, I keep the, kept stuff up. Amen. That's the beauty of technology. Like it's always there. <laughs> so you can yeah. always refer back to it and um, see whatever you missed. Um, But I really love what you said about accountability, because um, for me, I think what's really helping me get through Nineveh 90 is the the ladies I'm doing it with. The fact that I'm seeing these uh, like minded individuals who are just my age, actually some are a lot younger, too, um, doing the same exact thing as me, um, maybe sometimes even doing it more consistently than me because I'm not mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. It pushes me to work even harder. So that's also the con- the whole concept with sharing these stories on the saintly pursuit. Like I need to be able to see others praying in this way and like making sure to actually go to confession once, once a month or however so often um, yeah. because seeing others do it inspires me to do the same. Oh um, yeah. And I, so it's so, yeah. These sharing your looking at other people's stories and the accountability, like you said, I think it also helps us like look inward a lot. Like, what yeah. am I doing different, and how can I? What can I do to improve? Like, I did this this past weekend, with, uh, this past week with my teens, where mm. we've been going through this thing, uh, this series of suffering. Uh, leading into Lent, just kind of talking Ooh. about suffering. Yeah. And um, they chose the topic. I was like, do you guys want to talk about evangelizing to your friends or suffering? And they're like, suffering. I'm like, oh wow. Oh, my gosh. That's a hard one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess it's fitting for Lent. So yeah. we've been talking like every week for the past three weeks about suffering, and we're going to continue. Wow. Um, but this one thing that we talked about this week was just like, you know, one thing that my young adult leader uh, says all the time is that um, suffering that isn't transformed is transferred. Whoa. Wait, I need to let that sink in. Yeah, let that sink in. Suffering that isn't transformed is transferred. Wow. Yeah. And so a few podcasts ago, I actually talked about suffering because the same time we're talking about suffering, we started talking about suffering, Kobe passed away. Um, (sighs) 
And so, like a mm. lot of my a lot of my kids are basketball f- like fanatics. I was a basketball fanatic. Um, so it was like you know, I mean, this guy who we never met had such an impact, and obviously, on a lot of people. So um, yeah. we we kind of talk about the suffering that imagine how we feel, but like imagine how Vanessa and her daughters feel like waking up and not seeing you know her husband next to her or waking up and making breakfast for her daughter like the pain that yeah. it goes through the chair that's going to be those chairs that are going to be empty in the house the way yeah. that the lives are going to be so different um and then the pressure from the media that they're going to want to ask her questions about how she feels yeah you know and um but you know this past week, i mean like it's kind of off topic but you know we talked about also like how we can hold on to suffering and not even notice. And it can affect the way that we treat people, treat our friends, our family, um, and things that we don't know that we're, we were actually hurt by, actually are hurting mm-hmm. us today and, and affecting mm-hmm. the way that we treat um, strangers even, you know. Um, and so I asked them, I was like, okay, let's just think about it. What are these barriers, these things that you're suffering from um, that are preventing you from holding back, uh, going closer to Christ. Mm. They just say we took like a five minute uh, break in silence and we played a, a praise and worship song. Um, well, we prayed I Shall Not Want by Audrey Assad. Oh, and I love that uh, song so much. oh, it's so good. <gasps> and and I, I told him just sit there and just like think every aspect of your life when you're private. Then I suggested things, you know, like, um, your sexuality, your friendships, your schoolwork, your way you treat your friends, your teachers, your strangers, your parents. Like, mm-hmm. just think about all of the aspects of your life, the what you say to yourself in the morning or when you see yourself in the mirror. Um, what are these things that you know that you might think you're hurt by that are bar- uh, causing a barrier in your life? And at the end, I had them close their eyes and hold out how many fingers that they think um how many barrier uh, like how many fingers for per barrier that's holding them back so i looked and i saw like you know two three one five um six seven and some of the most of them were like under six and i i i I had them open their uh, like put their hands down open their eyes and then i had i closed my eyes and i put how many i i had i was like if you want to look at how many i have i'll close my eyes and i put my hand out uh, how many i had and uh like look sainthood is hard getting there is difficult and when you get when you get older and when you become more catholic it only gets harder and you become more aware but mm. doesn't make it less fruitful or less beautiful you know uh, suffering is something that we get to do with the lord and it's called you know we can make it redemptive um the lord okay. makes it redemptive so like you know getting to hear see each other's sufferings they didn't see others but they saw mine Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, show them each other's yeah. um, uh, for the sake of their own, you know, well-beings. But, you know, some of them that had less than me were like, you know, were like, I mean, I could hear them like, you know, gasp and like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I'm not too far gone. You yeah. know, and a lot of the times we can feel that we're too far gone till we hear somebody else's story. Yes. And so that's why I feel like sharing, and it's kind of like a real big branch. I'm sorry, this is like a tangent, but it's like something as as Catholics, as Christians in general, just we need to be able to share our stories with each other. 
and be vulnerable with one another. And so doing yeah. stuff like what you're doing, I was like, I need to interview this girl and this this uh, this ministry because it's so cool and it's something that is so up my alley of mm. what I love to talk about in ministry. Yes. And I wanted to pick your brain about why you do what you do. And it's and it's you know it's just beautiful to kind of hear, like I said, um, hear other people's reasonings behind their ministry and then seeing how they're inspired by others um because it is hard man yeah it is hard but it is also so beautiful amen sorry yeah that was a super long tangent but actually uh, i don't think it's a tangent i think it's really relatable to me and actually something i've been reflecting on especially in 2019 um so my word of the year for 2019 was joy Um, simply because I definitely wanted to work on my cheerful personality because (laughs) to be honest with you, I just thought I wasn't like smiling enough and like showing and emulating, um, God's joy to others. I, Mm. it was so easy for me, like, especially like the past two years to get upset at people, to get jealous, Mm. to Mm. just be plain old sad and tired and exhausted um and actually i i feel like i whenever i do not experience or feel happiness i'll just i'm not afraid to show it which i guess yeah isn't great but may also be a good thing to because um that's a good thing because you're being real yeah so yeah exactly um I, I felt like I did this a lot on the saintly pursuit, especially mm-hmm. when I was in college, sure. um, because uh, there were a lot of things that were was going that were going on in college for me. Um, I I remember, for instance, uh, there was this one time when I was like doing okay. Actually, I'll explain this a little more. So yeah. um, I was originally doing a master's in computer science at my school. Okay. Um, but it got real hard real fast. Um, sure. This class that I was taking, the professor was, I felt like, didn't really care about his students, so he wasn't really there mm-hmm. to help. Yeah. Um, the projects That's he tough. gave were really hard to do. Yeah. Um, and everyone else was excelling. Like, everyone did a great job with their, pro- with their homework and with the exams, but... I was struggling and I felt stupid. I felt like I don't even know why I'm doing this. Like, am I even mm-hmm. going to get a job? And at the mm-hmm. same time, I was struggling with like this whole housing issue because I was yeah. in an apartment that was way too expensive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to get out of that. And then on top yeah. of that, I remember during that same week, I lost my key to the apartment. Oh. <laughs> um, and if I couldn't find it, I was going to have to pay this fee. And there was all this stuff going on. Um, so what I did that weekend, and it was actually, or week, um, that week was Valentine's Day week. And mm-hmm. I remember Ramil was coming to like, um, go on a date with me. But while I was waiting for him, I was just in this like really sorrowful state. I mm-hmm. got the camera, my phone, and I recorded myself singing a song, a worship mm-hmm. song. What song yeah. was it? Antioch. It was by Antioch College Worship. Mm-hmm. Um, something more. Um, Mm. yeah, that was the name of the song. I never heard of it. And, um, it's so beautiful. Um, if I can remember the words, it goes, um, here at your feet, uh, here at your feet, I, oh my gosh, (laughs) my dreams, all my life is yours, my king. So just Mm. like this, this, this moment of worship and vulnerability, 
vulnerability, giving my life to the Lord, like just in the state that I was. Um, and it's, it was beautiful. I, I thought like giving, just giving that time to him, um, and offering it all to him. Mm-hmm. And I told myself like, I wasn't going to post it at first, but then I decided, you know what? I, I think I need to share this with the world. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I did post it. Um, and I think that was just like one big step in my humility, um, mm-hmm. showing myself like, I'm pretty sure I was like on the verge of tears in that video too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just being humble and showing that this is sainthood, like sainthood yeah. isn't perfect. It's this process of discovering joy in the sorrow, in mm-hmm. trusting in the Lord even mm-hmm. at your worst moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually a couple of years later, I think this past summer, I recorded myself singing the same song, uh-huh. um, finding peace, um, having, um, being blessed with a job, um, finding friends and just having a great relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And Praise. again, offering this life to the Lord again, despite me being in a better state, um, and finding joy through him. So yeah, vulnerability is hard. (laughs) Um, but I think it's also a way to unite ourselves with the rest of the church because it shows others that they're not alone on this journey. They're not alone in the suffering that Mm -hmm. we can come together as brothers and sisters in Christ and, uh, just hop on this journey together. Yeah, and I think, like, you know, another thing, just as um, what's so beautiful about us as humans, we are naturally curious people, Mm. you know? So we also always want to know these things. So, like, example, if, like, somebody was like, oh, this person speaks out about da-da-da-da, and, like, oh, we're going to click on this thing to see what they were saying, you know? Um, And so, like, I think naturally people want, whether you are comfortable with sharing your heart you still want to know about other people's hearts you know yeah um because i think we're, we're made that way and i think we're made to to kind of be to you know be okay with vulnerability to yeah. um and have it be part of our lives so that's beautiful i'm glad that you that there is like the like the beginning and an end to it where you sang the same song and there's like a book ends and kind of you know sometimes we forget to praise when we're happy yeah. <laughs> so it's great that you were able to do that too and yeah. kind of reconcile with everything after all mm-hmm. this, the, the, the pruning process that you went through. Dude, it's still a journey though. Still. Oh yeah. Um, still finding new, new forms of suffering, I guess, <laughs> post-graduation. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. like, what do I do with my finances? When mm-hmm. should I get married? Like all these <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay. That's not a form married? of suffering. I wouldn't say that's a Okay. But it's you know stressful. what I mean? Like, there's just things that you got to worry about and pray about and think about. Um, but again, yeah. offering it all to the Lord and trusting that He knows where to take us. Amen. Amen. That's so great. If you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, They have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use a microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. 
Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money on for your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. Um, to kind of go back now to the Sanely Pursuit um, there's a couple of questions left I have. What is, who do you think your audience is? I mean, you say everybody, but who do you think your direct audience usually is? Is it the young adults, the younger people? Um, um, you're not targeting just one audience, I don't suppose, but who do you think is more attracted to your, um, outside of analytics, you know, like who do you think it <laughs> speaks out to more? I wouldn't lie if I I wouldn't be lying if I didn't say, is that even right grammar? That I don't <laughs> check my insights on Instagram because yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I don't, like you said, yeah, I don't really have a specific target. Um, mm-hmm. I want to reach out to both, for instance, the males and the females mm-hmm. uh, in our uh, church. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say youth and young adults for sure. Yeah. Um, helping the future generation of the church discover sainthood for them. Um, and also empowering them with this idea that you can do it now. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be a specific age to start pursuing holiness. And the earlier you start, the better, because then you got that foundation that you can take with you. Um, throughout louder the for my students life. in the back, please. <laughs> <laughs> louder for my students in the back. Goodness oh gracious. Gosh, How yeah. many times do I say that to them and they're like, I'm still 15. <laughs> like, so was this saint and she died. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes. They're, they're uh, the most inspiring of them all. It, oh, there's that Maria Timothy Gretti. quote. Um, oh yeah. Uh, St. Maria Goretti is oh, man. my faves. But, um, What's that Timothy quote? Like, do not let anyone despise your youth. Mm-hmm. Oh, Something like um, that. Dang. I know what you're talking about. But I think I just use it for a post. and love and something, something. Something like that. I'll, Catholic I'll, uh, stereotypes coming out. We don't know our Bible. <laughs> but we kind of do. To, we kind of do. We, like, know the gist of it. <laughs> I'm going to cut in right here the actual quote. All right. So, so it's actually in First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12 where it says let no one despise your youth but set the believers an example in speech and conduct in love and faith and purity and that is the quote (laughs) 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 no one will ever know (laughs) no one will ever know um that's awesome. So you're hoping to inspire all all people of all ages. I mean, I mean, youth and young adults of all both both men and women. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think what's also um, been a struggle though is I I want to reach out to like non Catholics too. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, I think it's it's hard because especially when talking about like why the Catholic Church and talking mm. about topics like that, like I don't want to yeah. turn anyone away from the saintly yeah. pursuit who isn't Catholic. Obviously, all are welcome. Um, yeah. But every now and then inserting those little like the catholic church is pretty awesome because of this and yeah <laughs> yeah um, no uh, same same yeah. same i mean like it's pretty i mean 
that's why I refuse. I didn't refuse, but I, I varied from putting anything saying Catholic in front of on my title of my yeah. podcast and blog mm. site because I wanted it to be something that was just oh, it can be anything. Living ardently is not necessarily a Christian or Catholic thing. It can be just you know Facts. a business thing. You know, so it's really yeah. cool. So that's actually yeah. how I came up with the saintly pursuit. Um, yeah. Or if Ramil's listening to this, he's gonna be like. Why didn't you give me credit? Because apparently Ramil <laughs> helped me with this, and I think he did. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But the reason we, okay, I'll say we, uh, came up with the saintly pursuit is because it has that tinge of Catholic in it, like mm-hmm. saint, um, yeah. while not actually saying Catholic in the name. And yeah. that was kind of the vibe I was going for, for sure. Like, just That's to awesome. attract everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what is the saintly pursuit uh, mm-hmm. without actually needing to be Catholic, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What what did um did you make the logo? Did Ramil make the logo or you no. designer? Actually my awesome friend Mel, if she's listening to this, helped me make that logo. She's awesome with graphic design and That's yeah, so cool. came up with um so I haven't seen my logo in forever, but it has TSP in the middle, the yeah. saintly pursuit, mm-hmm. and then the outside is a crown of thorns. And mm-hmm. I loved this um, icon of the crown of thorns because mm. it also low-key looks like a rose. Um, oh, and the whole point. idea behind that was, um, again, uh, joy from suffering, um, mm-hmm. beauty in despite the pain. Yeah. Um, I just love that concept. That's so cool. And the crown of thorns, that um, Sorrowful Mystery is one of my favorites, just to reflect on it, mm. that yeah. this king came out down to this earth and endured pain and suffering for us. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's so, it's so beautiful. I mean, one time, it, it might sound silly, but the one time I really started to reflect on the crown of thorns being so more than just, you know, the crown of thorns um, is when we were, like, decorating for Lent. Well, undecorating for Lent, rather. Um, hmm. and we're like hiding our crucifix at our church and we have this one, this one nice crucifix that has a big old crown of thorns and we took it off and we, you know, hid the crucifix and whatever. And we had to take off the crown and they're like, try it on. I was like, what? <laughs> try it on. I'm like, no. Whoa. And so I put it on. I'm like, just a minute you put it on, like it sits on your head with thorns. Like Ow. there's no part where it doesn't touch your head. Yeah, 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 and so like the the imagery of like the passion when they actually like squished it down. Oh my gosh! I can yeah, then gross. like oh. just like, just the thought of it like going down deeper like it made me cringe and I took it off immediately and I was like, wow, that is. Jeez. I mean, it's powerful and it sounds silly to like put on the crown of thorns from a crucifix from our church, but like you know, yeah, it was. It actually was very like wow. I can understand why that was so significant. You know. Yeah. Um. But gosh just painful at the same time it was literally a form of mockery yeah so, so yeah it hurt but also just the the words that they were probably saying while they were putting it on him just, yeah I well i imagine. think i only think i used to only think about the fact that it was just mockery you know i didn't really think of it more of just being also painful mm-hmm. you know yeah. so that's what like that's where the pain actually like settled in like wow that actually sucks like i know the yeah. crucifixion sucks and like you know all the the um the details about what it is to be like crucified and how you have right. to like lift yourself up to even talk um, when your feet are Ooh. pinned down. Yeah, Ow. it took a lot to like even say things. So anything that Christ said while on the cross, there was like excruciating pain. Like he had to like step down onto the form where his feet was to like even be able to speak. Oh my gosh. So everything that he said, <gasps> yeah, everything that he said was even more like important, you know? 
Jeez. So that that's what I love the most about like the Sorrow for Mysteries is my favorite. Goodness. Oh my gosh, Goodness. yes. Um Our Lady of Sorrows is my favorite Marian um do you call it Marian apparition? Marian form? Marian saint? Ma- Marian app <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole story on that. I don't even know if we have time for that. Yeah. Um, definitely look up um, Our Lady of Sorrows and the yeah. story behind it. Please do. It's beautiful mm-hmm. and it will probably make you cry. Yes. Um, but yeah. So what is your goal for the... the 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 living person uh the living person the saintly pursuit <laughs> I told you it was gonna happen I told you it was gonna happen uh, uh, what is your goal for this year for the saintly pursuit oh my gosh um, this is a great question and actually something I've now actually had the time to reflect on and being mm-hmm. away from social media the past month and yeah. for the rest of the ninety days of Nineveh um, yeah. it's I'm I'm discovering that like I don't need I think there there's there's goodness in organization and like being consistent and like having good mm-hmm. content and all that. It's mm-hmm. but it's hard to find the balance. Um I so I guess my goal for this year is how do I say this? It's it's to really let the Lord speak to me, let the Holy Spirit speak through myself and through these stories and through these mm-hmm. people sharing their stories mm-hmm. um and show nothing but Christ um mm. to show nothing but Christ and uh to do it all with humility i think that's Finish. like the hardest thing the hardest thing i struggle with especially with the saintly pursuit because it's mm-hmm. so easy for me to become prideful in having a catholic account and mm-hmm. um And in having a platform with um, people I can talk with and people who message me all the time. And, okay, maybe not all the time. See, this is me being (laughs) arrogant. See? Um, Yeah. yeah, Just I I, want to be, um, especially during this, like, journey on Nineveh, I'm really finding, like, a lot of my Catholic life has just been, I don't want to say fake, but, like, like, on the surface, and mm-hmm. just go journeying through these prayers and this fasting and um I'm finding like the genuineness, the beauty of genuine faith. Yeah. Um so I'm hoping that as I continue on this journey uh, mm-hmm. up until Easter that I can let allow that to bleed into the saintly pursuit as well. It's just a matter of how. I don't know. I gotta yeah. pray about it, dude. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so cool. I love that you, you've taken this time to kind of pray about it and see where, you know, the Lord is kind of calling you to do it. And that's why yeah. I like to ask, especially because it's the beginning of the year. It's a good time to start making goals for yeah. ministries and different things. And um, I mean, I sh- I mean, I usually try to ask people that starting at Advent, but you know, it's also <laughs> something that we yeah. can do at the beginning of the year. So that's awesome. I'm glad. Um, last mm-hmm. couple of things. What's your message to aspiring, like, I mean, those who are aspiring Catholic Instagrammers or, like, people who are just, um, or just Catholics in general or Christians in general who are trying to become holy? What is your message to them? I do not have any right to speak to you because I am not perfect and I'm nowhere near a saint. But <laughs> um, be you. Be the Christ in you. Um 
You don't need to follow. There's no cookie cutter way of being a saint. Uh, just listen to the spirit. Um, allow for silence in your life um, and feel those little Holy Spirit tingles in your heart, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. is he pulling you? Where is he calling you? And this could be not just like in your church faith life, but mm-hmm. in your career, um, in yeah. your own home with your families, with your friendships, in your vocation. Where is the Holy Spirit calling you and how is he um, bringing you and empowering you to bring Christ into your everyday life. That's Mm. what I would say. Praise God. That's awesome. Great message. That's (laughs) a great message. So cool. (laughs) Uh, Kipsy, last thing. Who, I mean, I love to do this with everybody who comes on as an Instagram friend. Um, I want you to shout out a couple of Instagram that accounts that the people who are listening can follow. Because like I said um, to you before we start recording is that, I've learned of so many great Catholic people on Instagram, great accounts on Instagram because of people I follow shouting them out. So who are the people that you want to shout out and have my followers follow? Yeah. So (laughs) I hope I'm not sounding biased here, but uh, I'm going to shout out my boyfriend. He is the bomb at Ramil Karagai, R-A-M-I-L-C-A-R-A-G-A-Y. He is not always active, but the few times he is, he puts out some pretty good Catholic slash just relatable posts um, mm-hmm. for, especially for the dudes out there. Um, yeah. So definitely follow him. Um, I would also say follow Break Ministry. It sounds exactly as it's, yeah, it's spelt exactly as it sounds. Break, yeah. B-R-E-A-K, and Ministry. Um, and that is the ministry that I'm very proud to be the director of evangelization for. Um, mm. We are a ministry that strives to break the divide with divides within the Catholic Church and mm. remind our church of That's... this um, that we are one body. We're united under one God. Mm. Um, uh, and we mainly do music. Um, for parishes, diocesan events, and stuff like that. So if you want to follow on that journey, follow Break. That's so cool. I, that's an awesome <laughs> title to a ministry and a reason. Ah, that's so awesome. I love it. I love it. You <laughs> should so join us and start it in Orlando. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'll look into it. Definitely, definitely. Um, awesome. Kipsy, you're amazing natural at podcasting. I don't understand why you were nervous. <laughs> that honestly. is hilarious. I'm blushing, but I honestly think I'm like, it's not the weirdest things today, but yeah. thank you. Thank you. God is good. You're it's welcome. all God. <laughs> Praise God. If they want to, um, uh, the listeners, if you want to follow her, you can follow her in a personal account. <laughs> Hold on. I just choked on my own. <laughs> <laughs> you should leave that in. I think it's nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow Kipsy in her own personal account, you can follow her at Kipsy Q, which is, spell it out. K-I-P-S-Y-Q. Q. <laughs> give us a little background. You said that you had a background to your name. So give us a little background to your name. Oh, my name. Okay. Yeah. Long story short, when my parents were dating, <laughs> my dad gave my mom a teddy bear. She wanted to name the teddy bear for some reason and wanted <laughs> to give it a name that was meaningful. Um, and that meant something like she wanted to keep it forever because she did, but she couldn't really make an acronym out of that. So she said she would keep it for several years. So keep K I P 
several S Y years, and then I got named after that teddy bear. <laughs> that is amazing. That yeah. is so cool. So I guess they're just keeping me for several years. I don't know how long oh. that is, but yeah, what's several it's mean, long mom, enough. <laughs> yeah, till I That's die. That's fantastic. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> That's so great. Awesome. And uh, if you want to follow, obviously the Saintly Pursuit, the account that we've been talking about this entire time, you can follow it at the Saintly Pursuit. Again, spelt the same exact way that you would hear, right? No periods, no underscores. Exactly. Yep. Perfect. Um, yeah, because she has great content. And by the time this um, post comes out, this podcast comes out, she'll be back on social media. So she yeah. will uh, probably, hopefully. So, so uh, <laughs> it'll be great. So she'll be able to ask you if you want to ask her any questions or find out more about her ministry or about break. I'm sure that she will be willing to answer them, right? Yeah, most definitely. And if you want to write anything and share your story, be sure to reach out to me. I, I never say no, as long That's as awesome. it's a genuine story that comes from the heart and from Jesus. Praise. Awesome. And do you have any, um, do you have an email that they can reach you at if they can't, they'll have social media? Yep. Uh, the saintly pursuit at gmail.com. Exactly how it sounds. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, that's so cool. So if you want to, um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at it's only Adrian. That's my personal account. If you want to see me about more of my private, uh, my personal life and stuff like that. But if you want to follow the uh, podcast account, you can follow it at the, Oh, what is it? <laughs> at, <laughs> it's living person <laughs> at the living. I mean, no, <laughs> the living person. <laughs> You literally I, are twins. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just basically twins at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We're one in the same. Um, I admire that account a lot, so that's why I say it so much. <laughs> if you want to follow my podcast account, it is Living Ardently on Instagram. Just straight through Living Ardently. All of the things that we just um, mentioned will be in the show notes, so... Uh, links and uh, tag names to all that stuff will be there. If you want to email us, it's at um, living. Oh uh, no, livingardentlypod at gmail.com for emails. And uh, yeah, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you leave us a review and a rating because that's how we get um, more, you know, up in the ratings. I guess I don't know what what do you say, but like you know, it helps us get the podcast out to more people. Um, but if you're not on listening on Apple Podcasts and listening to Spotify or Google, wherever you are, just make sure you're subscribed and following so that you get a notification every time a podcast comes out, which is usually every Monday. Uh, but sometimes there's hiccups because I'm busy and this is just a hobby and not my personal, <laughs> like not my career. So, um, <laughs> any last things you want to say? Um. What is my tagline? Wait, <laughs> this needs to be cut out. <laughs> I haven't done. Oh, okay. Yes. Stay blessed and stay sanely, y'all. Yes, that's so dope. All right, yeah. y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope this helped you guys in some way, shape, or form. Make sure you follow all of her accounts and um, all the uh, things she shouted out. And yeah, until next time, keep living ardently. Peace and stay blessed and stay saintly. Yeah, bye.